0: Hello, hello, welcome back to another podcast episode, I'm Sylvester Anthony, and here today we're about to talk about um, what role ethics plays in sports. Now, this is a great question to ask because people often think that ethics have very little to none to do with sports. I mean, when you watch two people running full speed and hitting one another, you don't really think about ethics. But ethics is maybe what players do after that play or it's, it's sportsmanship. It's how the coaches treat the players, how the owners treat the whole organization. Are the people in the organization being treated fairly? Um, are the players being treated fairly? Or are the people in the organization's victims? Are the fans treated fair when they come to the stadium? Um, Are the fans on social media treating their uh, favorite athletes fair? Um, Is there corruption in the corporation or is there not corruption? So all those things have to do uh, with the ethics inside of sports. Uh, There's many more. I can't list them all. Uh, ethics, though, is just just really the moral principle that people live by day day in and day out. So, uh, taking ethics and sports, we are now able to understand that there are five different approaches um, that are used for starters. The utilitarian approach—I don't know if I'm butchering that name still—but um, utilitarian approach where you, you uh, choose choose the action that will cause the most benefit and least amount of harm for the most part then you have the rights approach which is um you believe that individuals uh should have the right to choose for him or herself you have one of my favorites which is the fairness or justice approach where everyone and everything should be treated equally. Um, talks about how discrimination and favoritism are, I believe the word was unlawful and wrong. You have the common good approach, which is, uh, uh, which is sort of what the title says. It's, it's having a common good or, Common cause within your community and then lastly you have the virtual approach Which is the uh, approach where we look to develop our society further Uh, Some characteristics that you can take away um, from this is honesty courage compassion and Those are just three for instance, but there's uh, there's a few more Um, So those are the five approaches that we learned about uh, And we were able to understand how they had to do with sports. So now I'm going to move on to my next thing Um, further on to support my argument that ethics does have a um, have a place within sports. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that has been ongoing for way more than five years. This is probably since sports and schools have been going on whenever sports was adapted in schools Um, uh, competitive competitions were adapted in schools where schools play one another Um, teachers allowing teachers and coaches uh, allowing players to uh, play even though they're not passing their classes or they just pass them through because they're a really good player so this, um, like I said, has been going all going for a while. And it's really just a matter of your team getting caught or your school being caught. So uh, for this example, I actually have a uh, personal story, um, not myself, but something that was told to us uh, at our high school. So back, uh, back when I was in school, um, we had someone that would i'm not going to say their name or where they're from just because uh, i don't have permission to but practically he told us that he was a, it's a basketball star um wasn't passing his classes but they let him play uh they and they passed him on through high school freshman year trying to make him go to college and he ended up flunking out and tried to play community basketball Ended up not really going to school. Um, he talked about some hardships in his life because of that. Because of that reason. He took to the streets for a while. Um, of course, all this stuff got turned around. And that's why he was, I believe, a great speaker for us to hear. Because we learned how important school was. But... Those teachers, those coaches, didn't think about his future. I mean, he was just a kid. He wanted to play the sport, and these adults are telling him, "Like, oh yeah, you're fine. You don't have to go to class. Just make sure you score some points this weekend." Um, When you have adults telling you that, like, you're you're gonna trust me, you're believing, you're you're young. You don't know better. You came in freshman year, wanted to start. You came and drive. So uh, another example is that, of this, uh, not personal example, but um, one that's more common that people talk about is North Carolina um, are having their papal, paper class scan, uh, scandal, which allowed students to pass uh, these fake classes to be able to play. And I was discovered that a lot of the kids couldn't even read above a seventh grade, grade level this issue is uh something that's been happening more often than none and for some reason it's always at high level competition this just continues to keep happening um you can sort of relate this ethical issue uh to using the fairness and justice approach so uh, you can uh, relate to a lot of the approaches, really. But the one that stuck out to me is the fairness and justice approach. So student athletes are student first. I mean, as as a student athlete here at Win State, that's all I've been taught. Um, And we should be treated as such. Um, Other students are supposed to go to class. They're supposed to get their work done on time. They're supposed to do a whole bunch of other things that are required in school. And as well as they might go to work, they might do this, um, have other extracurricular activities, um, just as, um, athletes. I, I go to school and I mean, I don't work because my work is really football besides during the summer, of course, but it's just, I, I probably do less hours of football than some people work a week, you know, and I should be able to handle my business in school if they're able to handle their business in school on top of working. Um, so you should just be treated as a student and it's also brings me to my next section is the um, thought process. So uh, using the teachers and the coaches, uh, I would suggest if they haven't already, they probably haven't If they're if you're one of the people doing this um they can start using um the making and ethical decisions a practical tool of thinking through uh tough choices so i'm going to talk to you guys about what this does and what it tells you to do um first and foremost it wants it, you get the facts um where there are the relative uh facts of cases do i uh know enough to make a decision and asks you who are the individual groups in this and then it, has, it actually has you write it down. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, with the facts and stakeholders in mind, you uh, you choose an option that you think might be the best thing to do in the circumstance. And then we're gonna evaluate the five uh, five approaches. So for the utilitarian approach, and i'm just gonna say i'm a i'm a teacher or a coach that's like oh, should i just let the scat through so does this action produce the most good and do the least harm for all who are affected well if you say currently like given like present it might seem like it's doing more good but if you look to the future then it's doing more harm so um how i measure a good outcome happiness financial impact you measure happiness, then you measure happiness. If you remember it could do a good outcome, and it might not be a good outcome in the future. Uh, so we're gonna put that, we consider that more harmful for utilitarian, correct? Um, rights approach. So um, the right of an individual make him or her decision. So does my action best respect the rights of all who are at stake? actually respect the dignity of others or just re dignity of others you, you can that's less respect you know um, less respect to your your classmates less respect to the teachers having to do that it's just justice uh, I talked about the fairness and justice we we know this is not fair or just to anyone any of the people that are involved um including the athlete even though he gets to play I mean his future be screwed up uh, common good does this action best serve the community as a whole not just the mem- uh, member if you look at it that yeah it, it does I mean your community is winning games but in the future more likely this individual won't be helping out in the actual community so, Um, we're going to increase that to common good though. We're going to, we'll leave that in the middle. Um, virtue, uh, does this option lead me to act as sort of a person I want to be? Um, the character traits should I be exhibiting? Like I said, virtue, virtue, honesty. Um, it, it was honesty. I have this somewhere. My apologies i see courage and compassion and then so there were some other ones of course um that you can think of so um integrity fairness self-control things like that that clearly the um virtue approach is is it's less virtuous per se and then uh you weigh the perspectives so uh, you take five and each one should add up to a hundred and we're just gonna say that they're all leave a lot at twenty, they're all equally as important and then you view results. So based on your evaluation, propose action according to the five ethical approaches and your weighing of each approach, the option you considered has value of twenty seven. The option does not live up to your value and criteria. So for me, uh if you couldn't tell already that this value does not live up to my expectations. It's just not who I am. Uh the person I am. So well, I'm glad to sit here, and be able to talk to you guys about the um, how ethics plays a role in sports. Hope you guys enjoyed uh my listen to a little longer episode. Um, Yeah, Uh, have a great rest of your year. This is uh, Sylvester Anthony signing out.